McAfee Show afternoons at 2. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovelin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports. Presented by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, August 22nd. 2020. That's Justin Kenny over there, socially distanced, about six and a half feet away, running the controls. And uh, we are still in a bit of a giddy mood this morning because we're both high school football fans. And holy cow, what a week one we had. You know, for, for a summer that we didn't even know that this was going to ever happen. To have it happen and happen in such a way around Northeast Indiana last night that reverberated throughout the region. Oh, my goodness, what a week one we had. And, uh, well, the, Justin, my goodness, uh, some of the, some of the games, uh, and let's just Snyder, Northside. We we knew it was going to be a a, a, good, a better contest than it had been in the past, perhaps. But did anybody expect the thrashing that the Legends put on the Panthers last night? I don't think anybody expected that. I don't even think people within the Northside program expected that. And and kudos to North came out and dominated all facets of, of the football game. Deuce Taylor throwing for over 300 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, the weaponry that he had around him that we thought he did really showed out last night. The line did a good enough job in protecting him. Defensively, uh, Northside really put the lockdown on, on, on Snyder. Snyder's offense opened up a little bit when they put Luke Hoppert in mm-hmm. later in the game. And I think that's what you're going to see Snyder do. Um, Snyder loves to to go with the seniors. They, they like to reward the seniors that have stayed in the program and developed. And nine times out of ten, it works because those kids are ready and experienced enough to step in. But I think the talent... And the potential for Snyder lies in those underclassmen, and I think you'll see more of that going forward. I haven't seen a Snyder team look that discombobulated in a long time. Not to take anything away from from Northside's dominant win, but uh, Snyder did not look like Snyder at all. And now the uh, Northside-DeWanger game next week will be a big indicator to me where Northside is. Yeah. And uh, and for what it's worth, that happens at Chambers Field. So uh, In front of no one. Yes. Uh, so. Unfortunately. I mean, that would be a huge gate. And, you know, Homestead Concordia next week, I think, would have been a huge gate. So uh, Another one, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, some of the... Uh, some of the um, Surprises, mild surprises, etc. Well, let's get to the scoreboard right now and start uh, with the Summit Athletic Conference. Uh, last night, it was Carroll over Bishop Lewis, 48-14. to Jeffrey Becker had a rushing touchdown and three touchdown passes. Those three touchdown passes to uh, Mason Engler in the first half. And Engler ended up with four touchdowns because he had a return for a touchdown as well. But uh, Carroll... Clicking on all cylinders, 48-14 to 14 over Bishop Lewis. Concordia, 37 nothing over Southside. Amir drew three touchdowns. Cam Johnson, an 83-yard punt return for a score. And, you know, we said it on the pregame show last night, Justin. 
Concordia has a lot of depth as far as team speed. And and, and they've got a lot of weapons. And, and of course, you know, it, it's, it's hard to combat speed. It definitely is, uh, particularly when you look at, at the matchup last night w- with those two teams. And, and Cam Johnson's a kid that uh, that I've watched throughout the summer and now going to the fall because he can affect the game in so many different ways. He's a great safety, closes down on the, on the ball phenomenally on defense, a good wide receiver on offense, and he, as we saw last night, can be a game changer in special teams. So the stars of Concordia rose up and performed that defense defense is as advertised and we'll find out a little bit more about where concordia and homestead for that matter are next week right at zollner stadium okay another game bishop dwenger 35 wayne 12 it was the uh back to the sack debut once again of mr sherwood haydock with uh, uh him at the helm of the wayne generals and uh brendan lytle four touchdown passes scored one himself um, a couple to Rocco Sioka. Sioka, uh, you know, it, they're as advertised. Yeah. And uh, although Wayne was able to get a couple of touchdowns against that vaunted defense of the Saints. Yeah. And talking to some people at, at Dwinger last night, you know, it was as expected for them. Brendan Lytle really directing the offense the way um, you would expect for a multi-year starter at Bishop Dwinger. You you mentioned Rocco Siaco, who had a great game, and he's going to be a danger in the slot all season long. For Wayne, I think it's a growing year. Uh, even some of their better players are, are juniors, so um, it, it's going to be a challenging year. Maybe get a win or two here or there, but uh, Sherwood Haydock, we know how he rolls. He'll have that uh, that program back in, in just a few short years. Well, and now that he can watch actual game film, right? Uh, that you know from uh, from a game that he commanded, uh, he'll be able to take a look, see, and, and put things into proper places uh, if if not already, and tweak some things. And uh, it would should still be a fun time to watch that offense of the Wayne Generals yeah. as we go through the season. So. Yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, for sure with Haydock, this weekend and Monday is going to be very telling for his team. He wants to see who comes in for film or whatever today with their head still high, ready to improve Monday at practice because there's so much bravado before the season. Everybody thinks they're going to be good, right? But when you lose a game, he wants to see as a first-year coach who's committed to getting better, mm-hmm. who's coming back after a loss with their heads held high, and moving forward and say, I'm going to get better and we're going to put in the work. And who are the kids that have already started to mentally check out because they're 0-1? That's this season for Sherwood Haydock is weeding out those type of guys and moving forward with his type of guys. Definitely. Okay, well, Northside Snyder, we talked about it at the top of the show. Northside 47-17 to over the Snyder Panthers. Deuce Taylor, four touchdowns, 250 yards passing on the night. But in, 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 as much as it, this sounds kind of funny, it wasn't all Deuce Taylor no. either. No, I mean there were a lot of them. Ronald Collins the third. Yeah, the former quarterback. Game. And, and, and you talk about a kid w- with with a head properly on his shoulders. I mean that's a kid that was directing the offense when they struggled and 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 took his lumps. And then when Deuce Taylor comes comes in and is eligible, then he takes over a quarterback. Ron, Ronald Collins could have just said, "Okay, fine, pack it in." Right. But no, he accepted that 
went to another position and and he's contributing and producing on the field right now as part of this uh, this offense that could be scary good this year. Could be. You know, Jordan Turner showed his big playability at wide receiver. That defense was stifling all night long against Snyder. It's the biggest win for a Northside team over Snyder since 1988. So it's been a minute since Northside has dominated Snyder in the style we saw last night. So we expected, as you said, Northside to be improved. They get shut out a year ago by Snyder, and this time they lay a 30-point drubbing on the Panthers, so quite the turnaround. Yes, yes, and, and once again, a week one upset like that then, then puts puts the entire conference on notice. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting. Now, another big surprise around the Summit Athletic Conference last night, not to the north of Bruins, but to the rest of the world, north of 25-21 over the Homestead Spartans. And Northrop did it by, you know, by sealing the deal with a great big play and a fumble recovery late in the game. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, I mean, Demarius Cowan at four touchdowns, 276 yards rushing. Uh, you know, did, did a lot of people even know who, who this, this kid was? I mean, did, yeah, I mean, a lot of people in the offseason were telling me Demarius Cohen watched this kid at Northrop, and he was at as advertised last night, 276 yards, as you mentioned. And it was fitting that a Northrop defense that has been much maligned over the years that can't really – it could put up points offensively. It just could not contain the bigger offenses in the SAC. Uh, for them to come up with the big play to seal the win uh, was huge. First time in school history for Northrop to beat Homestead in football competition. They were 0-15 going into last night. They're 1-0 for the first time in 10 years. Last time was 2010. So uh, yeah, Homestead was missing some defensive players, uh, several defensive starters due to health uh, issues, but that's not taking away anything what Northrop did for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so Northrop Bruins, uh, Coach Dorfler, congratulations, 1-0. Also, throughout the SAC, you know, um, like I said, uh, Northside and, and Mike Brevard, you know, and Mike Brevard is, is just the ultimate coaching success story in the SAC when he took over that program and took his lumps, did a winless season, his first one out, I think it was 0-10. And, yeah. and then, you know, it's just building from there and checking the character of all the players that come through that program, you know. And um, he, he talked to Brett last night on the uh, postgame show, you know, and talked about when he came in, you know, there were, there were some kids that, you know, here, you're going to have to buy into my – into my program and in my ideals and he said some kids did some didn't those that didn't left the program or had to be cut because it wasn't going to be a good situation good fit yeah now here you know here we are now and uh you know, mike brevard a great uh, football lineage anyway you know uh, coming from from indianapolis playing for uh, coach ben donnelly davis, yeah. yeah he was at ben davis and then played for st francis for coach donnelly and company so uh yeah he's uh he you know he, he's seen what uh what successful programs are like, and I think he's he's building one at Northside. So congratulations uh, to you know everyone that was able to take the field last night yeah. through through adversity that that we don't even know through all this COVID and everything that that uh, you know surrounds it. 
that what the coaches and coaching staff, players, families go through just to be able to get those kids on the field. Way to go, everybody. So, yeah, absolutely. Those are the Summit Athletic Conference scores. Now moving on to the Northeast Eight. Angola destroys DeKalb 55-18. to Did you see this as a little bit closer game on paper? I felt that it would be a little bit closer. I felt like Angola had the edge with what they had coming back. And DeKalb uh, with new coach Seth Wilcox trying to settle in. Tucker Hasselman, quarterback for Angola, almost 300 yards of total offense. He's a returning quarterback uh, for Angola. So... Uh, you know, the Hornets go back-to-back undefeated regular seasons a couple years back, go 4-6 and six last year, kind of a reboot, reset, and I think they're going to be back, maybe not an undefeated regular season, but back into competing consistently week in and week out. Other scores from around the uh, Northeast 8 last night in a game you heard right here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, Brett and Shannon on the call at Columbia City of the Eagles of Columbia City beating the Eagles at Cherubusco 38 to nothing. It was a it was quite the beatdown for Columbia City over Cherubusco. First time in in their respective school histories to have played against each other t- only 20 minutes away from each other as well. So it was a great night to re- to open that the new digs at Columbia City had limited fans in attendance, so probably four or five hundred people there. It was enough, so it wasn't completely silent. You had some semblance of a Friday night atmosphere, but you know Greg Volt three touchdown passes, one touchdown run, TJ. Bedwell, three touchdown receptions. He threw for a touchdown on a trick play to Hunter Heron. You know, Columbia City looks like a team that potentially could sneak up and, and clip a, a Leo or West no- or East Noble if they're not ready. So, conversely, Cherubusco, tough loss for them. Biggest defeat for them in 18 years, the 38-point margin. And they're young. They're inexperienced. They're not very big. Uh, it's really going to be a learning year for Cherubusco, but brighter days are definitely ahead for Coach Sade's team. Oh, definitely. Well, and the the two schools you mentioned, the Columbia City might give a run for their money. East Noble and Leo both won via shutout last night. East Noble beating Plymouth 31 to nothing. No Bailey Parker? No problem. No problem, for right? For the Knights, yes. Yeah, I have four interceptions on defense, a couple for Rowan Zolman, who I think by the end of the season will be a household name for everybody in the area. He is that good on both sides of the football. A shutout of a good Plymouth team is a great start for East Noble. Uh, doesn't get any easier. They love to play those uh, tough non-conference games. So another big one coming up next week. And then Leo takes care of business against Woodland. That defense, I think, could be the difference going forward if Leo is to challenge East Noble atop the conference because a lot of young guys got a lot of experience a year ago, and they're flying to the ball now. Whereas last year they were reacting to events now they're proactive in terms of reading things and uh, you put them on the turf in east allen county schools and and they're really solid yeah and, and i don't know if i heard it right but uh, woodland had three net yards rushing that's not good evening you know they they had a, a sub uh, one uh, midway through the game but my goodness uh, leo 50 to nothing over wood it was 44 to nothing uh, at the end of the first half and and that's it's quite a quite a how do you do to uh, mike smith in, yeah in right his first game as a head coach of the woodland warriors taking over for sherwood haydock but uh, yeah leo bonafide jared souter uh mike you know 
He's, he's successful at everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, it's incredible. Yeah, definitely. Jackson Barber, you know, really going to break out this season, his junior year at quarterback, some weaponry on the offensive side of the football. So good week one for the Leo Lions. Indeed. Now, New Haven, 47 to 21 over Garrett. Um, New Haven uh, shows shows their speed, basically, in, in opportunistic ways. Could they be that uh, really team to spoil the two-team race atop the conference? You know, look at New Haven and, Co- and Coach uh, Jimmy Lynn, year three now under him. You have Jakar Williams, a junior quarterback that threw for 2,000 yards last year and 20 touchdowns. So he can make all the plays. Uh, I think they're going to use him more as a dual threat and get him out in the run game a little bit. That game was close in the first half, and New Haven broke it open after the break. So, um Getting off to a good start at New Haven. We'll see uh, how they continue to roll, particularly once we get into the uh, conference season. Norwell, 42 to nothing over Jay County. Jay County's struggling. Uh, Norwell uh, on the rise. I mean, they, they had a young team last year that, that showed uh, uh, signs of, of really uh, uh, gelling toward the uh, the end of the season last year. And then uh, now the 42 to nothing statement over over Jay County. But then again, you know, let's uh, let, let's hold out our, uh, our our accolades, although 42 to nothing is nothing to sneeze at. That's for sure. But, uh, you know, they they did this and then they got Casey Colquitt's Heritage Patriots next week. But um, let, let's see what uh, what prevails here. But uh, congratulations to Norwell on a, on a shutout victory. The Knights could be the NEA version of Northside in terms of a breakout season. You saw them incrementally get better the last couple of years with Coach Gerber, and they have so much experience back, you know, particularly offensively with Eli Riley and Max Ringer and Joel Ringenberger. I mean, they have weapons. And so, whereas we saw DeKalb a year ago uh, surprise some people in the conference and win eight games, I very well could see Norwell being that team this year. I don't think they can compete for the Northeast State title, but they could definitely spoil it for somebody and really have a successful year. In the other Northeast State game last night, it was Warsaw beating Huntington North 42-35 in a shootout. Moving over to the ACAC last night, it was Adam Central over Fremont, 42-12. to uh, Not unexpected given uh, Adam Central's program history in the last several years, but uh, AC you know, does what they do best. They do get off to a good start. Fremont, I think, actually scored first in that game, or it was tied early on, uh, and Adam Central uh, kind of got it going there in the second quarter and onwards. So uh, business as usual for a game that was added late with both teams scrambling to replace uh, departed uh, competition. So worked out that they were able to play week one. Both teams got a game in, and Adam Central was the uh, clear victor uh, last night. It was Bluffton over Northfield, 25-13. to 13. The Tigers beat the Norse um, in, in Bluffton once again. Uh, uh, can, can they rise up toward the top of the ACAC this year with their experience? I think the uh, big thing for Bluffton is competing against Adams Central and South Adams, something they weren't able to do a year ago. So y- these, these wins are, are good. They're much needed for sure. But we'll find out a lot more about Bluffton when they play those two conference teams. And uh, we've got the Eastside over Heritage, 49-7. to seven. Uh, You've been high on Eastside uh, yeah. uh, for, for quite some time. And, of course, the Blazers uh, uh, showed why. 
yeah, last uh, evening. Yeah, Laban Davis, uh, junior quarterback, he threw for a couple hundred yards, rushed for 100 yards, really tore apart that heritage defense that is going to be in transition this year, even with a talent like Keel Eldridge on the edge. Um, it, it's going to take some work for Casey Kochman. They'll get there. Meanwhile, Eastside brings up back almost their entire uh, production from a year ago. So it was, it was quite the mismatch on paper and proved to be so as well on the field. And the other game uh, of, a, of a team involved in the ACAC that we haven't already mentioned, South Adams 41-8 to over Winchester. South Adams. Ho-hum. Oh, yeah. 550 yards of total offense last night. James Arnold goes off. Christian Somerset goes off. So, uh, you know, same old, same old rolling along for South Adams to kick off the year. They go to Cass next week, which looked like it was going to be a good game, may very well still be, but Cass got beat by like 40 by Pioneer last night getting shut out. So um, maybe South Adams has the opportunity to go Lewis Cass and really lay uh, a big loss on the Kings. It'll be interesting to see, and uh, of course that's where we're going to tune in. Hey, hey. Next week to talk in sports and find out just That's how right. it goes. Northeast Corner Conference teams uh, that we haven't already mentioned. This was uh, quite the surprise last night uh, that reverberated throughout Northeast Indiana. Central Noble, 27-14 to over West Noble. If you recall, just a year ago, West Noble was quite the juggernaut. Yeah, they were. Went undefeated in the regular season, and they were led by Gross and led by Pruitt. And this year you have a younger Pruitt with Braxton at West Noble, but you're mixing in a lot of new guys, new quarterback there as well. And Central Noble had a good core coming back. So the rivalry game that uh, kicks off the season here in recent years goes Central Noble's way. That was an uh, under, I think, underappreciated final score last night in terms of a surprise. And good job for the Cougs getting off to one another start. Indeed. And just a couple other games uh, throughout the Northeast Corner Conference uh, that we haven't already mentioned. Wawasee shuts out Lakeland 42 to nothing. And it was Whitco over Prairie Heights 22 to 20 in overtime. And, uh, you know, the, the Prairie Heights program uh, over the years has been much maligned. And, uh, to be able to go in, don't know exactly, you know, how strong Wicko is, and I know they're they're fairly young, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, but uh, you know, to to go and and lose an OT. Uh, I hate to, hate to do the moral victory thing, but congrats, Prairie Heights, on that. Although they won some games last year. They did, and you know, Whitco is a program to watch going forward. Phil Jensen, longtime Warsaw coach, is mm-hmm. now there and uh, has really had great success at Warsaw. So Whitco, who I felt you know was, was really trending in the wrong direction in recent years, now gets an upstart coach that's really going to infuse some enthusiasm in that program. And, uh, you know, it, it's a good win for, for Whitco, but as you said, Prairie Heights competing that's not too bad either 46862 the automotive color and supply text line 46862 put ts in the front of your message uh week two uh of course the 1380 the fan 100.9 fm game of the week the masters heating and cooling high school football game of the week is going to be coming to you live from zollner stadium home of the concordia cadets as the concordia cadets host the homestead spartans 
Let's find out as as it takes a few weeks to find out who the contenders and the pretenders are in each conference. Uh, but then in the Summit Athletic Conference, hey, it's it's all in from week one on because these are all conference games in this conference. So uh, that should be a dandy out at Zollner Stadium. Brett and Shannon will have the call, and of course we'll have the tailgate pregame show for you at six o'clock as well as we get ready for week two of the high school football season already and uh just you know what a what a great uh great start to the season um you know had a text that just came in justin says how much do you think no fans is is throwing people off example snyder I definitely feel like it has an effect, particularly at a Snyder home game in which they have a very raucous, you know, student section. It definitely hurts some programs. You know, I have yet to experience a game with no fans. Again, I was at Columbia City last mm-hmm. night, had a decent amount of people in the in the crowd, maybe 500 total. It was limited attendance. They had a student section, so it felt like a Friday night largely at Columbia City. Next week, where I'll probably be at Chambers Field, is it'll be feel a little bit different. With, with nobody there. So uh, it's all about the mental aspect of preparation and how you're ready to execute or not execute based on zero environment, at least for the first two weeks in the SAC. So I think some teams were able to find that inner strength and others probably uh, struggled without a single person in the stands. So definitely what I think was a small factor, at least for Snyder, but we saw the Panthers struggle to line up in basic defensive alignment last night. I mean, there was a lot of problems on the field for the Panthers, but I can guarantee you even at with them having to go to Carroll next week, I think Snyder looks better next week. Uh, you always see that, that between you know weeks one and two, teams make that jump at every level of football. I'm not saying Snyder goes in and beats Carroll. I'm saying you'll see a lot more respectable Snyder squad next week than you saw last night. And, and speaking of the fans, I mean, uh, uh, Carol's Neon Nation is is one of the best supporting fan uh, student fan bases in the state of Indiana, and and has been for years. And um, boy, that didn't seem to slow down the Chargers' uh, offense or defense last night uh, against Lures. So definitely a good point for sure. Yeah. They hit the ground running out at Lures Field last night. Indeed. Well, we're going to go ahead, step out, take a break. When we come back. Well, we're going to be talking with uh, Fort Wayne Mad Ants head coach Steve Ganzi because there is a basketball game today down in Orlando. The Indiana Pacers, Miami Heat, game three of their best of seven series. And uh, Mr. Ganzi said that uh, he would do a little preview for us, so we appreciate that. We'll talk to Steve uh, when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. It's time to rethink your limits, and OPS is here to help you do it. OPS, Optimum Performance Sports, is the new standard in sports medicine and sports performance. Unfortunately, injuries are just a part of the game and can happen to anyone. The professionals at OPS work together to get you back in action and performing at your very best. From certified athletic trainers to fellowship-trained sports medicine physicians, physical therapists, and sports performance coaches, your athlete will receive the same continuum of care as the professional. 
professionals do. Wanting to take your game to the next level? OPS offers performance classes six days a week at the newly renovated Ash Center. OPS athletes can experience real measurable results in speed, strength, and agility without increasing their risk of injury. The certified trainers at OPS use scientific methods to help you get the most out of your body. Mention this ad and you will receive one free month of training. Visit OptimumPerformanceSports.com to learn more and to start your free month today. And Go Go Squeeze is there for every run, jump, step of the way. Made from wholesome ingredients like 100% fruit and veggies, real yogurt, and no artificial anything. In Go Anywhere pouches, so our kids can keep going wherever their adventures take them. Go Go Squeeze, you make the memories, we'll make the snacks. Find us in the apple pile. Have you been to a Burlington lately? They have unbelievable deals on amazing brands and styles at up to 60% off other retailers' prices. No coupons or sales, just fabulous values every single day. It's a treasure hunt with new bargains arriving all the time and savings that'll surprise you. At Burlington, you get more for less, whether it's back to school, work, or just back. Now more than ever, you'll love the deals. You'll love Burlington. Watching that first bucket sink in any NBA game is always exciting, especially when it's the team you're pulling for. Now, PointsBet is adding even a little more alley-oop to it with a sizzling, fast, and easy score-first insurance. Your team bangs in the first bucket but gets blown out? You still walk away a winner because you get up to $50 of free bets. And L in their column is a W in yours. That's right. Did we just say that? We did. Score first and win no matter what happens happens at the end that's points bet even making the first bucket is more exciting faster rewards faster parlays faster in game and it's all on points bets easier mobile app basketball is here so lace up and get ready because score first insurance is here points bet stay sharp download the app today and get two risk-free bets up to one thousand dollar with promo code indiana PointsBet is a proud partner with the Hollywood Casino Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Must be present in Indiana. Must be 21 or older. Additional terms and conditions apply. If you see someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's, your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957, serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. The NBA playoffs are here, and FanDuel Sportsbook has a slam dunk offer you don't want to miss. Right now, new users can get a special plus 2,000 odds on any team to make the NBA Finals. Just pick the team, then bet 10 bucks for your chance to win 200 if they make it. This offer is even available for favorites like the Bucks and the Lakers. Pick your team, place your bet, get plus 2,000 odds for them to make the NBA Finals. I've been enjoying all of the bets that I've been placing on... That's right, place a pregame money line wager on any MLB game, and if your team is winning during the seventh inning stretch but loses the game, you get a refund and site credit. Go ahead and play today. Get signed up with the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Use promo code BRETT, B-R-E-T-T, promo code BRETT, so they know that I sent you. FanDuel Sportsbook, more ways to win. 21 plus, present in Indiana, New users only. Must wager on designated boost market. Max bonus $200. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. World Baseball Academy is hosting the 2020 Dinner on the Diamond. 
Picnic at the Plate fundraising event hosted at the Ash Center right on one of the newly turfed baseball diamonds. Mark your calendar for Saturday, September 12th from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. and bring your chairs and blankets. You'll enjoy a live band, great food and drinks, a silent and live auction with a lively WBA message, picnic style, right on the diamond. If you've been wanting a safe outdoor event with live music, great food, and fun for all, get your tickets now for World Baseball Academy's Dinner on the Diamond. Picnic at the Plate, coming up Saturday evening, September 12th from 6 to 9 p.m. This is a community event to support the mentoring of at-risk youth. It's Dinner on the Diamond at the Ash Center, outdoors on one of the new turf fields, with tickets and information available right now at worldbaseballacademy.com. That's worldbaseballacademy.com. Hurry, tickets are limited and going fast. Get yours before they're gone and join the fun September 12th. This radio spot could be yours. Ever thought about putting your business on 1380 The Fan? You can, and you'll reach listeners just like you. Our audience is made up of highly educated and affluent listeners who love sports. One email today, and you can see how 1380 The Fan could be a fit for your business. Email thefan1380 at federatedmedia.com to see how you can become a part of a winning team. Email thefan1380 at federatedmedia.com to set up your assessment of how 1380 The Fan can help your business win. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Saturday, August 22nd, 2020. The reason I know what the date is because it's my wife, Diane's birthday today. And I, and I did the unthinkable Last year, I got the present of all presents for her. I got her a Chihuahua puppy, a tiny little under five pound puppy who now basically rules the house. And uh, now I got to follow that up. You know, it's like, oh, well, you gave me the puppy last year. What this year? Well, not as good a present, probably. But uh, anyway, happy birthday, Diane. And uh, and I'll be home to um, you know do all the chores that you asked me to do. Uh, uh, about 5 o'clock tonight. Okay, well, hey, the Indiana Pacers, Miami Heat, heading into Game 3 of uh, their best-of-seven playoff series. Uh, the Heat uh, shooting lights out, have a 2 nothing lead right now. Today is a pivotal game that tips at 3.30 down in Orlando. And on the Talking Sports phone line presented by Culligan of Fort Wayne, keep your people Culligan water is Fort Wayne Mad Ants head coach Steve Gansey. Steve, good morning, and what have you been doing with yourself uh, other than golfing with me? I was just going to say, I've been golfing with you, man, <laughs> uh, multiple times already. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, I'd like to say, by the way, uh, yesterday, I was very impressive. Same hole again, second consecutive time where you hit the pin on, uh, I believe it was number 10. Uh, number 14, but anyway, yeah. Who's number 14. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> still really impressive. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I must... I, 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 I've been trying to stay busy. You know, uh, basketball's back, so I've been watching a lot of hoops. And, you know, um, just, tr- you know, continuing just to stay sharp and, uh, you know, try to keep getting better that's it and of course you have a very close relationship anyway with with nate mcmillan and the pacers coaching staff and of course 
uh, all the player personnel uh, with the Pacers, you know, including six that are down there in Orlando that have worn Matt Ant's jersey, uh, you know, this, this past season. But, uh, you know, and you, you coached the Pacers summer league team last season as well, so you're very familiar with this Pacers team. Now, coming into today's postseason game with the Miami Heat, down 2 nothing. this is crucial to get a win and make this thing 2-1. You don't want to go down 3 nothing. that's for sure. But I'll tell you what. What was Miami? Miami was over 50% behind the three-point line in game two, like 18 for 35 in threes. And how do you, how do you defend that properly? Well, you know, it's it's extremely difficult. And they, uh, Miami does a great job um, of, of, you know, getting, getting those guys um, open and, and shooting them. But, you know, in the beginning of the game, last game, uh, you know, the Heat, uh, Duncan Robinson, I think, hit three in a row um, early on in that first quarter. But, you know, guys were falling asleep uh, defensively. Um, you can't give these guys any room. Um, you got to be there on the catch. If you do switch, you got to switch right up. And uh, you got to be able to contest and, uh, you know, make those three-pointers um, really tough. And, uh, you know, you just got to try to challenge everything. And, uh, you know, the Pacers are doing a really good job of getting on the uh, defensive rebounding uh, on the boards. But they got to they, they got to really try to limit those uh, three-point shots tonight. Well, and you mentioned Duncan Robinson. I mean, he only missed one of his three-point attempts at the eight that he that he hoisted up, and he had a, a game-high 24 points. Uh, is that typically the guy that, that you're going to look at in a, in a scouting report and say, we have to stop him? Yeah, absolutely. Um, him, Tyler Hero, uh, those guys are elite three-point shooters. Um, Dragic is, is really hurting uh, the Pacers right now, and he's really playing on one leg. Um, but, you know, when you got... Uh, you know, a, a big-time player like Jimmy Butler who can draw fouls and really get to the basket. You know, it's tough to, um, you know, keep him in front and, and, and really just try to keep him out of the uh, the, the paint. But, you know, they got to do a better job today. And uh, I know the Pacer coaches are working their butts off and, and uh, watching a lot of film, individual film and, and team film. So hopefully we can pull one off uh, later today. We're talking with Steve Ganzi, head coach of the Fort Wayne Mad Ants. And... Steve, talk a little bit about the contributions that uh, that these uh, these mad ants have uh, have made for the Pacers down the stretch. I mean, from from the time they got to the bubble to get them, you know, that number four seed and uh, in, in you know playing here against the Heat in the first round. Yeah, no, um, you know, I'm, I'm extremely proud of uh, the guys that uh, you know have put on a mad ant uniform that are that are playing out there in the playoffs. Edmund Sumner. He's doing a heck of a job defensively, um, really, uh, you know, disrupting these guys, uh, especially these shooters coming off screens, really being there on the catch, busting up, uh, you know, pin down screens. Um, and the other guy, Jakar Sampson, he's playing really well off the bench, um, playing that five position and uh, doing a really good job of, you know, just moving that ball side to side offensively and, and then really trying to take advantage um, of, like, uh, Ol- uh, Olenek, or uh, one of those other bigs um, that are in there playing uh, the five position. 
And, of course, Alizé Johnson, I, I think in the final, uh, basically the round robin game or the, the game eight, you know, ended up with a with what Fort Wayne Madans fans were accustomed to seeing was a double-double. But he did it against NBA competition with 11 points and 17 boards, and I think against Portland. And, uh, you know, that, that's got to that's gotta raise some eyebrows. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, Madans fans have seen uh, Alizé do that. Uh, pretty much on a nightly basis, uh, getting those double doubles. I think he had 17 rebounds. I was really hoping he'd get 20, but uh, I think some of his teammates uh, stole a couple from him from him uh, in the last couple minutes. But really happy with um, you know Alize's improvement. And you know when when you get an opportunity like that, you just gotta you know take advantage of it and, and go out there and, and play as hard as you can. And, and that's exactly what he brings uh, every, every single time he gets on the court. Now, Steve, if somebody's going to be watching this game today on TNT, uh, in, in our a casual basketball fan, uh, what would you suggest that they look for in this game as it unfolds? You know, offensively, really looking at how do we attack um, Miami's defense. They switch a lot of screens. Um, are we going to try to spread them out and try to go one-on-one with, with more ISOs? Or, um, you know, if, if Miles or, or, or Jakar set those screens at the five position, are they rolling and they're getting down to the dunker area um, and, and kind of having more space on that per, uh, perimeter where we can have more drives and, and get into that paint and, and drive and kick. But, um, you know, we need to definitely shoot the ball better um, from three. You know, we, we're not as good as, as Miami does, but, um, you know, we've we got to locate those mismatches and, and really try to uh, attack those guys uh, on the perimeter and, and try to get to the line. And, and Malcolm Brogdon is doing that a lot. Well, Steve, now you're playing golf again today. Is that correct? Absolutely. You, you're at the course right now. Absolutely. <laughs> Where are you playing? I'm playing at Eel River. You're playing at Eel Jeez. You got a new driver yet? or? I, I do have a new driver. Uh Nick Gamble owes me one from breaking mine yesterday. Yeah, Nick Gamble. That's 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 the first time I've seen a borrowed club head uh, uh, go uh, spinning off the club, and then what looked like a, a an unwound cassette tape uh, behind it. And uh, but uh, but you know, hey, at the end of the day, it was the first time Nick Gamble had ever uh, picked up a, a golf club. But uh, it's the first time he broke one too. But uh, but anyway, I mean, uh, from that he did drain a 15 footer, which I think today is a 35 footer. So uh, he did he did help. He did contribute to the cause. That's for sure. Well, Steve, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, hit them long and straight today, and uh, and and keep that putter hot too. By the way, and uh, enjoy your day. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. Tell Diane happy birthday. Will do. Thanks, Steve. That was Steve Ganzi, head coach of the Footway Mad Ants, and uh, breaking down Game Three of the Pacer Heat series down on the bubble in Orlando. That tips off at 3.30 today. You can hear that game right here on 1380, the fan, 100.9 FM. And, uh, you know, do so. It's uh, it, the, the Pacers, uh, the NBA, once again, uh, they're playing. They're doing it right. They, they did it right by, uh, by uh, 
you know, getting those guys self-quarantined in the bubble and, uh, and there are no positive COVID-19 tests that have come out of that whatsoever. And these guys are playing. So un- unfortunately, that's what we have to do in order to keep things rolling. But, uh, but they are doing it the right way. Uh, Commissioner Silver and company, uh, kudos to them. And, uh, hey, it, it's going to get really interesting from here on out in the NBA playoffs. We're going to go ahead and take one more break, and then we'll come back and uh, maybe talk a little more high school football, Justin and myself. We'll do that when we return. You're listening to Talk and Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. As Indiana returns to work, the Indiana Union construction industry remains focused on getting the job done so our communities can get back on track. For over 100 years, our contractors and skilled tradesmen and women built and maintained Indiana's hospitals, highways, bridges, schools, and utilities. Essential infrastructure keeps our state moving forward during all conditions. And with safety as a top priority, we're ready for whatever it takes to rebuild our economy. We built Indiana's past. And we're here to build Indiana's tomorrow. The Indiana Union Construction Industry. Value on display every day. I'm Isaac Grayson, a union carpenter. I chose a career in construction because I am built to succeed. You can receive an associate's degree without student loan debt, doing something you enjoy that has great earning potential. For more about apprenticeships with Indiana Careers in Construction, visit builttosucceed.org. Skilled on principle, union by choice. If there's anything we've learned over the last few months, it's that life can be full of unexpected events. Having a local insurance agency that provides personalized service is valuable when life throws you a curveball. Hoopy Insurance is an independent agency. That means they work with a number of top-notch companies, many that have been around for over 100 years, so that they can find you the very best coverage for your specific situation at the very best price. Insurance is important. You need a partner who understands the industry and coverages that are available and a partner who will be there when you need help. In Fort Wayne, that partner is locally owned Hoopy Insurance Services. They've been taking care of your friends and neighbors for decades, and they can do the same for you. So call today at 486-7488. That's 486-7488. Or check them out online at Hoopy, H-U-P-E, dash insurance.com. Hoopy Insurance, their family serving your family for over 35 years. Major League baseball is here points bet is ready to go yard with 10 bucks for every homer hit why well we figured home runs are pretty cool but why not make them epic so now when a ball goes yard 10 bucks in free bets goes in your pocket ball breaks a windshield in a parking lot you guessed it ten dollars in free bets goes in your account the more balls sent deep that's right the more free bets you get so batter up and get ready to let it fly. Ten bucks in free bets every home run your team hits. Down bet. Stay sharp. Points Bet is a proud partner with the Hollywood Casino Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Must be present in Indiana. Must be 21 or older. Additional terms and conditions apply. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own 
pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 Proof Tito's Handmade Vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Week one of the high school football season was here last night, and we're still, yeah, you still got goosebumps, and it's not even cold in here. That's good, yeah, because it's high school football back, and uh, the way things went, a lot of uh, a lot of intrigue, a lot of surprises, and enough to make you even more excited about week two of the high school football season. And with that, I, uh, we had a, did have a text that came in in the uh, Automotive Color and Supply text line, 46862, 46862. Put TS in your message. says, curious about the visitors allowed at CC. And, of course, you were one of the visitors uh, that were there last night, Justin. I was. I was deemed essential, apparently, last night. Um, Columbia City's approach was to give four tickets to every senior, I believe, or every varsity player, either one or the other. And they could give those to their parents and guardians and family and all that. Then they did a, I think, a raffle in the school for about a hundred or so kids. And then they gave Cherubusco about a hundred and fifty tickets. Okay. So altogether, not a lot of people. It felt like a lot of people, just because it's been a while since we've been around any type of bigger crowd but uh it felt like a friday night and uh, it was good to at least have some some fans in the stands we'll see how the sac approaches it going forward with no fans next week and then slowly working fans in i don't really know what changes over the course of a month or two months to start having fans either you you approach it as you have fans throughout the entire season or you don't i don't know what right. they expect to get better but, um, yeah, that's the, the tiered approach or the gradual approach for the SAC. But at least at Columbia City last night, it felt like a varsity football game. Mm-hmm. So there so you nice. go. For at least a couple hours, you kind of didn't think about COVID, other than the fact that you were wearing a mask the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> so. So 46862, 46862, Automotive Color and Supply text line, TS in the front of your message. Uh, before we get uh, going and talk about the week two schedule, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. Of course, uh, at home, at our house, we have a Culligan high-efficiency water softener. It is wonderful. We have it looked at. We have it serviced. We get salt delivery from Culligan as well. We also have a reverse osmosis drinking water system in our home. That gives us pristine bottled water quality right from our tap, our kitchen tap. Diane loves it and and will will only use that for any kind of drinking water, including the pets. The pets get only reverse osmosis drinking water because of the fact that it filters out all the impurities in your water and the way she loves her pets, uh, they get only the best. So, uh, But with that said, 
when was the last time you had your water softener inspected? And, and it, yeah, it, come on, people. Yeah. It, it, do you have a water softener, Justin? I do, yes. Okay. It's very nice. You need it in Huntington with all that uh, lime. There you go. Yep. Because it's called the Lime City. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. And even if you don't have a Culligan water softener for twenty nine ninety five. Our friends at Culligan will come out and basically check out your current water softener. Whether, you know, like I said, whether it's a Culligan brand or not, they'll check it out. They'll they'll check for for you know the proper uh, operation of your water softener. If everything's great, hey, they'll tell you. They are very trustworthy uh, in, in very very character-driven people. I know them personally. They are. And uh, they won't sell you something if it's not something that you need to be sold. So it's it's one of those cases where they'll, they'll check the connections, the fittings, uh, the, the dosage, the regeneration, everything that, well, that they know all about with a water softener that you might not and, and don't need to. Because you have Culligan technicians and Culligan representatives that can do that for you. $29.95, it's a great investment into your home because of the fact that, as we've said before, your waterborne appliances, the appliances that have water running through them at all times, your hot water heater, your, your dishwasher, your washing machine, all of these, if they have bad water running through them, well, it's going to shorten their life. So... And, and those appliances are not inexpensive these days. So twenty nine ninety five, a great insurance policy for your home. Have them come out and check your softener. Make sure it's working properly. And then ask them about the reverse osmosis drinking water system while you're there. Say, well, Diane Shovelin loves it. So, and, and they'll know exactly what you're talking about. Give Culligan a call today, 484-8668, 484-8668. Give your people Culligan water. All right, now, on to week two of the high school football season and uh, uh, our 1380 The Fan Game of the Week next week, the Masters Heating and Cooling Game of the Week at Zollner Stadium. Brett's going to be there. It's kind of old homecoming week for Brett because he's a, he's a cadet alum. And then Shannon Griffith is going to be there. He's a Northrop alum, but he's going to go there anyway because he's an expert analyst in high school football and, and a coach and everything. They're going to be there for the Homestead-Concordia game. This is going to be a dandy. Homestead tripped up by Northrop last night, 25-21, and the cadets shutting out Southside last night, uh, 38 to nothing. Uh, Justin has my sheet, so I'm just doing this by memory. But uh, Apologies. Justin, Sorry, I had it for Gansey's number. But, oh, 37 to nothing was the Concordia score. Um, but that's the, uh, that's the game of the week uh, next week. Concordia hosting Homestead. Other games have Northside. The winner over the Snyder Panthers last night taking on Dwanger, who beat Wayne. So a couple of 1-0 and teams. Somebody's going to taste defeat for the first time next week at Chambersfield, or in six days. Northside hosting Bishop Dwanger. Bishop Lewers goes to Wayne. One of those teams will get their first win of the season at Wayne Stadium. Snyder goes to Carroll. This is an annual slugfest, and uh, this is always circled on the calendar of each of these teams, too. It's becoming uh, quite the rivalry. And then Southside, 0-1, will go to the upstart Northern Bruins, who uh, once again uh, beat Homestead last night, 25-21. Now over in the Northeast 8 Conference, we got Columbia City at Central Noble. Uh, 
East Noble at Northwood, Garrett at DeKalb, Norwell will host the Heritage Patriots. Huntington North travels to Jay County to take on the Patriots. Leo at Angola. Woo, circle Mm -hmm. that one right there. Leo at Angola. Uh, We're going to find out uh, really quick. There's going to be a yeah. pretty good 2-0 and team coming out yes. of this one. Yep. So. And, yeah, th- this is – we had so many quick judgments last night. And it's natural after week one in, in every layer or every level of football, college, NFL, that, okay, this team beat this team, so this team is good and this team is not good. And they're the or, champs, yeah. Yeah, they're the champs. So these, this is going to go in 10 and these, you know, hold on. Let's we we're through one week, right? So that's going to be a game that I'm watching Leo and Angola. Okay, after two dominant wins last night, and Dewanger and Northside will be a game to watch mm-hmm. uh, next week. Okay, Northside, you pass step one. Now, now you get Dewanger. I think if you beat Dewanger or even are competitive against Bishop Dewanger, then you're going to convince a lot more people that you're for real. I agree. And then so. This is what happens when you become a good program is the bar continues to rise, right? I mean, never be satisfied. And that's, uh, you know, critics are the same way. They'll never be satisfied, okay? So uh, that's that's what the critical thing is for Mike Brevard going into this weekend and Monday is making sure that as of this morning... Last night doesn't matter. We're going to watch film. We're going to learn about what we did, what we, right, what we did wrong, and we need to start preparing for Bishop Twanger. That's the next test. That's the next step to proving people wrong. Another one you look at, Homestead and Concordia. Homestead, 0-1. Oh, my gosh, they're terrible. They're not going to be any good this year. They lost so much. Well, they also didn't have a lot of their defenders, starting defenders. Well, their linebacking core was, was out. out, completely out. Uh, so that is a big factor for Homestead. So I expect better out of Homestead going forward. They're not going to go two and eight. It's not going to happen. So Concordia looked really good last night, but also really weren't challenged that much either. So bigger challenge next week. So week one is great. It's just pump the brakes a little bit. Let's get more of a sample size, and then let's start judging these teams. But since we've been starving for football for a long time, I understand why people get excited or get dejected or or what, or what based on one week. Just hold on, folks. we got week two, week three, week four, hopefully, knock on wood, and then that's when we'll really see, okay, the cream of the crop rise and other teams you know, drop down towards the cellar. But what I liked about week one, Justin, was the fact that it wasn't same old, same old. Yeah. That the that the elite teams won, the the, the struggling programs lost. Yeah. Uh, or or what we perceived, I guess, as elite and struggling or or not top of the echelon. You know, it, it just shows that that on any given Friday night at this point in time, and maybe you know, there's there's a, a kind of a weakening of that of that big line sure. between several of the conferences the haves and the have-nots you know maybe it's a case in the sac where it's not the big four you know in in uh in the same thing well in the uh any eight too sure you know we have now you know four bona fide teams at least that that could contend yeah. So, you know, it, it's uh, it's interesting. So, you know, that's what I liked about week one, adding to the intrigue for week two and getting us excited about what could be 
no doubt. in a week too. And we're going, but we're going to find out a heck of a lot more answers to perhaps questions that we might have as well. Yeah, and, and some ships might be righted uh, <laughs> next and week. Sh- you know, some ships may be up, overturned. You know, as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you're you're correct in not, not having the same old. You know what happens when Snyder and Dewanger are at the top of the conference and they're battling, and one of them wins. You know what that is? That's boring. Yeah, because it happens all the time. Sure. Right. So I appreciate any type of uh, topsy turviness in the SAC for sure. Yeah. And you give entire school uh, student bodies, you know, excitement through the halls and in, in things like this during during the weeks leading up to, to games when it's like, oh, we've got so and so this week. Oh, well, yeah, we don't have a chance. Well, right? yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And and, you know, so it, it's it's going to be interesting. I had a couple of texts that came in uh, recently on the automotive color and Applied text line at four six eight six two four six eight six two TS in the front of your message. Uh, one says uh, uh, TS popped over to uh, to BD and watched some of their game outside the fence. Was impressed on both sides of the ball for week one. Should be a heck of a game September eighteenth at Carroll. Don't look too far ahead yet. You got to deal with the Northside team next week. And, and of course, yeah. Well, and, and as we just talked, yeah. So uh, another text that came in as well. Uh, are Dwenger and Carroll playing at Lucas Oil Stadium? It seems like I read this somewhere. No. No games as of, I know, as of right now that I know of at Lucas Oil Stadium for any area teams. All right. There you go. 46862, 46862, Automotive Color and Supply text line as uh, we round out the show this morning. Once again, week one of the high school football season is in the books for Northeast Indiana. And uh, it couldn't have been a, a wilder or a woolier one last night uh, to to kick things off. Uh, no pun intended. Okay, maybe a little. But uh you know, still, it's back. Uh, hopefully, we're doing it right, and, and we can continue this through Thanksgiving weekend. But uh, it was great. Thanks for all the texts that came in this morning. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Steve Ganzi for joining us as well. Give us the preview of Pacers Heat and uh, hopefully shutting down the heat. Thanks to you. Thanks to Justin Kenny as always, for his uh, expert uh, analyzing of games and, and running the board and keeping everything smooth. And... Uh, I really appreciate that guy. I'll tell you what. So that's going to do it for Talking Sports. We will see you next week. And until next week, have a great week, everybody. Employers are hiring, and right now is the best time to skill up for high-demand jobs. For a limited time, Northeast Indiana Works is offering free training. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.